Those Two Jerks is brought to you in part by Maverick Group, Maverick Group Experiential Technology. Need some nerds? Let's build something awesome together. Maverick. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Those Two Jerks mini-sode number onsage 11. Oh, is that in honor of Beyonce? Sure. Sure. <laughs> I'm your host, the Tom Alexander, and joining me, as always, the Peppa to my salt, oh. the the Vogue to my N. I don't know. There were like oh. more than two of those Oof. people. You could have said the men to your boys, or <laughs> the harmony to your bone The thugs. DJ Jazzy Jeff to my fresh prince. Ah, there you go. That's better. I like that. <laughs> the Sussman, Rick Sussman. Hi, Rick. Hi, Tom. I also would have taken the the to your cranberries. Wow. Wow. Uh, oh, the bare naked to your ladies. Um, I got one more. The butthole to your surfers. Wow. That one is perhaps the most apt that you've <laughs> uh, come up with. Thank uh, you. <laughs> Thank you. Well done, sir. Well done. We, yeah. drove, we drove way, way down into your neuroses once again. <laughs> Had to be have to end on a positive note. Have to end on a positive. <laughs> Jack, Even Jack hammered our way through the strata of bad ideas and got <laughs> right to the right to the the tootsie roll at the core there. <laughs> Make sure you do six. If you don't do six, I won't be able to sleep tonight. Gotta do six. Gotta do okay. That's five. All right, one more. One more. Okay, that's it. Mister Owl, how many bad ideas does it take to get to the center <laughs> of Rick's neurosis? No one's ever asked before, Tom. <laughs> One, two, two, five. 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 It's five. <laughs> it's five bad ideas. And then we get to Rick hating himself. That's where we go. <laughs> yes, the self-flagellation begins anew <laughs> as we return from our little our little hiatus vacation slash Jesus Christ, it's hard to find time sometimes in this it's, life. Yeah, man, it's it can be. It definitely can be, especially when it's not your uh, your full time gig. Mm. Um, but yeah, and we're not fully returned. This is a mini sode. The occasional Chris Vu is not joining us, and we've delayed having an official episode because we want him to be here. Because our next one's a big one. It's a milestone. We're coming up on one hundred fifty actual episodes. Yes, um, not yes, counting the, the mini sodes. <laughs> Cause or, or the night at the movies that. and things like this. Yeah, yeah, that was another one. Yeah, we had yeah a couple. We're we're well up into the one sixties if you count all that <laughs> stuff. Um, which means in terms of hours of content, uh, we're well into the three hundreds. <laughs> um, which is just that boggles my mind that I've spent that big of a portion of my life <laughs> talking into this microphone. Um, but then again. I think it took me 60 hours to beat Fallout 3, so whatever. <laughs> that's, that's great. We, all, like how, we like, all waste like time. You start and then finish a sentence by, eh, I mean, you know, that's a pretty big accomplishment. Also, I once took a shit for three hours, so in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> big and then diminish it. That's, that's yeah, really... That's, yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Well, that, now sounds we've good. gotten to my self-loathing. 
<laughs> it doesn't take much. No, Basically, it I really just, doesn't. I just put, right a, there. I put a microphone in front of you and ask you what your name is. And then not unlike our president, you'll just start, you know, yammering for hours. Yeah, I don't I don't poop long enough to tweet about it. So this is the, this is the longest time you'll get me sitting in a chair. <laughs> Tell me about your parents, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> harumph, harumph. I didn't get you a can ask me all the questions you want, but I'm going to sit here and pout. <laughs> Does anyone know how to work a spear? <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. So, uh, so we missed two to get an outside line. <laughs> <laughs> so we missed some stuff in the two weeks. Actually, it wasn't a ton uh, that went on while we were gone. It was like the the world of uh, sports and geek stuff sort of took a vacation while we did. Um, <laughs> unless i'm forgetting things i'm not sure um I, I don't know i mean we also sort of mapped it kind of perfectly to sync up with you know before the football season officially begins after everything else and then it really the only thing that's happening right now we did miss the little league world series and we pedophiles did. everywhere must be very oh, sad that that's oh, over with rick oh what <laughs> nothing <laughs> you know there's a guy at espn who's like man we keep getting a spike in ratings during the yeah. little league world series <laughs> and then a, some poor schmuck like running the math had this like eureka moment that led him vomiting for hours on end right yeah probably like they overlaid the areas where they got big numbers <laughs> with the sex offender registry and <laughs> <laughs> it created like a pentagon <laughs> i think that i think it's why fox Sportsnet stopped showing the high school cheerleading championships to be honest yeah 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 do the flies yeah oh, like that. oh okay all right <laughs> he has gone too far oh that's that's the line really it is yeah. today it's the line right. for now for the next Fine. hour it's the line <laughs> We'll, well see. Tom, we may case. pick it up and kick it down the road. Yeah. But uh, but Hawaii won the Little League World Series. The title is back in the United States. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was already here. Uh, well, I mean, can we can we make sure that Hawaii is an official state? Can we see its long form birth pretty, certificate? Please? I'm pretty sure it is. It's been about sixty years <laughs> since it became a state. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. But we also had, in conjunction with that, we had Major League Baseball Players Weekend. Oh, I forgot that it, that was a thing. Yeah, that was a thing. So the Mets and the Phillies played a series in, or game, no, series in Williamsport, home of the Little League World Series. And the players got to wear special jerseys with their nicknames on the back like he did in Little League. So, uh... <laughs> Yeah, so that happened. <laughs> the most interesting the most interesting one was Brad Boxberger, the relief pitcher for I want to say San Diego. He used emojis on his jersey, so it was an emoji of a box and an emoji of a hamburger for Boxberger on the back of his jersey, and that was the most interesting. The others <laughs> the others were all variations of uh big guy or uh greenie for chad green that was a real creative one there yankees that was good uh yeah boonie boonie manager aaron boone got boonie which is oh man i know i know like i wanted somebody to have like a real like noah syndergaard of course thor like yeah uh, yeah well, that that's fine though, because Noah Syndergaard. Yeah, okay, but I mean, like he looks kind of like Thor, so I get it. My but. little league, my little league name was Fridge, uh, for obvious <laughs> reasons. <laughs> well, also your your given name is Frederick, so it kind of yeah. it's kind of a shortened version of Frederick. 
Sure, sure. I was also a catcher. But you know what? <laughs> Did you expect more from Major League Baseball, Tom? What no. is our one rule, Tom? No. What is our one rule? The baseball's one rule is just stay open. Just That's stay it. open. Just stay open. You don't want to cause a ruckus. You, you know, just, oh, oh, we're, we're going to have a we're going to have a turn the clock forward night, Tom. Oh God! We hope we don't offend you. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like, what? What exactly is the least amount of effort we could possibly put into a gimmick that's going to help us sell a few extra hats and jerseys? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> oh, this, this. Uh, anyway, we have more stuff going on in the world of sports that is of more importance, I suppose. Ooh, it's hard, hard debatable. line in the sand there. Tom. <laughs> it's debatable. But we'll debate it. Um, we got a little bit of NFL news as the preseason continues. Ugh. Um, Aaron Rodgers, the Green Bay Packers quarterback, just signed a record contract. Uh, let's see if I got the numbers here correct. Oh, I have it pulled up already. It's $11 billion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's four years, $134 million. Four years. Could What's the guarantee, Tom? A hundred million is the guarantee. <laughs> he could play. A year. He could not play another down, and he gets a hundred million dollars. Um, up to <laughs> it could be worth a, up to a hundred and eighty. Oh, in total money, if he hits, uh, I guess bonuses and escalators. Um, Interestingly enough, that is the entire Green Bay Stadium. Like you could actually just buy it at one eighty. That's that's the true. Story. <laughs> And by the end of this calendar year, he's going to get $67 million. <laughs> and then an additional $13 million before St. Patrick's Day. Now, I am obviously the Vikings fan of the, of the show. I'm, I've been following them. for. I am 100% on board with Aaron Rodgers getting fat paid. He deserves it. He deserves every penny of it. However, I like the years... I do not like the fact that they <laughs> offered him a idol made of gold in his image. Well, I mean, why not just give him the team? Like, it's, we're getting into Mario Lemieux territory. <laughs> just give him a percentage of the team. Right. I mean, that honestly, worked out real well for the Pittsburgh Penguins. They weren't in the toilet forever after they did that deal, were they? Oh, wait. Said <laughs> <laughs> the kid did all right. But, um. Yeah, yeah, they finally figured that out. Like, uh, do you have a problem if this was five years ago, do you have a problem with Aaron Rodgers being the highest paid quarterback in the history of the NFL? I don't have a problem with it right now. I, I think I think he's the best quarterback in the league right now. Um, yeah. And so he deserves to be the highest paid. And he was the best quarterback in the league, arguably, four years ago when he set the record then. Um, and at that point, his deal averaged $22 million a year. So really, it's only a $3 million a year raise. Uh, no, this this new one averages about thirty three million a year. I'm talking about guaranteed money, Tom. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I like the idea of someone paying me and then me just looking at them and going, "I'm good." I mean, and he's, getting, he's gonna get seventy nine million of that hundred three million guaranteed before March. <laughs> like in the next I, seven months, he's gonna I'm get. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm looking around at this Green Bay team. I'm waiting. I'm waiting till March. And then all of a sudden, my I can't tell. I don't know what's wrong. My my quad just keeps acting up. <laughs> right, right, exactly. I'm just shutting it oh, down. Ridiculous. But I mean, it was it was bound to happen. Matt Ryan signed a big fat extension in May. He was going to get thirty million a year, 
and Aaron Rodgers is definitely better than Matt Ryan. Uh, and then Jimmy Garoppolo got 27 and a half. <laughs> and he's done. Jimmy Garoppolo ruined it for nothing. everybody. <laughs> he dates that porn star, I think. That's his crowning achievement right now. Um, and Kirk Cousins got $28 million from the Vikings per year. So, yes, Aaron Rodgers should make more than all those guys. I get that. No argument. I just the money it's, is it's, the money is staggering. absurd. The number yeah. is staggering. The number is absolutely staggering. And when you consider that the salary cap, the NFL salary cap, like for per team is uh it's gotta be in the hundred to two hundred million dollar range. Like Aaron Rodgers is taking up thirty three million of that. Yeah, like one <sighs> one out of fifty three. Well, he's the only player that matters, so I get it. But on the same token, like, how did LeBron James and four plumbers do this year, Tom? (laughs) They got to the finals. They did. They really, truly did. Uh, They played in the East, which is terrible. And uh, they played against almost almost nobody until, like, the second round of the playoffs, right? True. So what they're basically saying is a healthy Aaron Rodgers can win you the NFC North and get mm. you into the NFC title game, but maybe mm. that's the end of the line. Maybe. I don't even know if I would go that far. A healthy Aaron Rodgers doesn't always get you in the playoffs. I wouldn't say go so far as win the division, go to the conference title game, but you, you'll, you're guaranteed at least a wild card spot if he's healthy the whole year. Yeah, I can get behind that. But because I mean, because if you look at it, like the NFC North is not like the Vikings are look like they're on the rise. You've got the Lions who haven't been terrible. Uh, <laughs> as long as Matt Stafford's there, they got a shot. Uh, they're still the Lions, though. <laughs> uh, and we there won't, we, are. we won't talk about the state of of the Chicago Bears right now. But Tom, the Super Bowl shuffle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're. Coming up on 33 years since the Super Bowl shuffle. <laughs> Coming up on uh, 10, a little more than 10 since uh, Rex Grossman took him to a Super Bowl. Fuck it, I'm going deep, Rex Grossman. Yep. <laughs> Sexy Rexy. The greatest run in the history of Deadspin, bar none. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no question. No question. Um, So... I don't think anyone doubts, anyone begrudges Aaron making that, you know, Rogers making that kind of money. But uh, good God, that's a lot of money. <laughs> that's a lot of money. Especially that the, they're paying him this much right now. Like, right. I in, mean, in seven months, mean the... he's going to average almost more than $17 million. No, more than $10 million a month for the next seven months. What does that mean for guys like, um, I'm trying to, well, you know, like Brady's not going to be worth that much. Uh, I'm trying to think who else is in the league. No, but there's some chowderhead screaming at his, at his iPhone right now saying, Tom Brady's the best in the league, Tom Brady. No, no, sorry. No, no. We proved that last year. No. I don't know. The next guy, the next guy that gets paid, like. I, I wonder if Saquon Barkley is as advertised, and if so, does he get like a $380 million a year contract? I'm just... I am just—I mean, I don't know. Like, quarterbacks are always going to be the highest paid. True. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. just signed that fat extension with the Giants, making him the highest paid wide receiver ever. Um, but it's nowhere close to what Aaron Rodgers is getting. Um, yeah, well, I got I got reservations on Odell Beckham Jr. If I'm honest, uh, well, I'm ankle sure. injuries I mean, are hard to come back. They from, absolutely man. are. They certainly are. 
Yeah, OBJ got five years, ninety-five million from the Giants, which ain't <laughs> ain't chump change. I'll tell you no, that. I I don't. Mm. A sixty-five million got... is guaranteed. That I would hope for because I uh, I would not be shocked. Yeah, you know, I'll make a little a little Rick prediction. I would not be shocked to find out that he is um, not that good this year. Okay, next year, and maybe out of the league the year after that. Oh, remember Victor Cruz? No, exactly. <laughs> that, he just retired. There lies he was the, the Giants' rub. wide receiver just retired. He had that awesome year. Then he got a pretty significant injury, missed a whole season, and uh, and never was the same after that. Yeah, it it doesn't take much when you're a wide receiver. When you're when you're a skill position player, you get that one injury. Uh, and it's usually pretty nasty, and then that's pretty much it. So, yeah, I sorry. Mean, at, you know, Adrian Peterson uh, came back pretty strong after that injury, but it was never the same. No, I mean, how could you be? And then um, uh, who was it? And one of the Andersons for uh, Denver who blew out like both of his knees. Just, oof. Mike, Mike Anderson. It doesn't sound right. It's fine. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be tough for OBJ to come back. But the Giants apparently think he's. He's healthy because they just paid him. <sighs> Speaking of New York teams, the uh, the big storyline that ESPN's been just banging their gong about for the last few weeks and thinking that it would stretch into the preseason or maybe the end of the preseason, uh, it happened. Today the dam broke. The Jets traded Teddy Bridgewater uh, to the New Orleans Saints. Your boy. Your boy heading south there, Rick. Yeah, I feel bad for Teddy, but... I'm glad he found a team. You know, look at it this way. Like, they brought him in to compete for the starting job. It looked like he was going to start. They traded up to get Sam Darnold, which no one can fault them for doing. And Darnold played really well in the preseason. And the coach, Todd Bowles, is coaching for his job this year. So I get it. But Bridgewater had a great preseason, too. He's had, He's got the kind of numbers that Darnold's putting up. In fact, in some ways, he's been better. And he's going down to New Orleans where Drew Brees has this year, and that's it. He'll be gone. So he's got a shot to take over in New Orleans and be the guy, which is, I mean, it's not a bad idea for him to, you know, take have another year of, of being a backup, make sure those, those, those legs are healed, that knee is healed. I mean, I read the article about what happened to his knee. It's horrific. Yeah. Like yeah, he suffered no, a horrific injury. <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to read the story, as you may oh, imagine. Man. It, it, it was it terrible. Was, it was a bit too much for me to, to, I just I don't like thinking about stuff like that. Like, no, no, my... especially yeah, with your injury history and being a fan of the Vikings, where he was when he got injured. I mean, yeah, you know, he was supposed to be the franchise quarterback and probably would have been, you know, yeah. But he got hurt in practice, dropping back. It was a non-contact injury. He was completely unlucky. Yeah, they said he may never. They were where he wouldn't even walk again. Yeah. Uh, that's how bad it was. They said everything was like it was hanging by one ligament way off to the side. It's terrible. Like they interviewed ESPN interviewed his doctor. It was just it was like watching one of those shows on, you know, investigation discovery. <laughs> they find dead bodies. <laughs> I shouldn't be alive. Kind yeah, of thing. like that it was horrible. Oh, so, so for the guy to come back and be in playing shape after what he went through is amazing. Um, so I hope he does well. I, you know, I wish him, I wish him well and hope he gets a chance to be a starter somewhere because he deserves it after you know the work he put in to get back to where he is um but it won't be in new york and uh i don't i mean do you want to be on the jets 
I, I if That's I had thing. to be on the Jets, I would be happy to have a job. Well, sure, um, sure. But, but that's if I didn't have to be on the Jets, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would probably prefer to be on the Browns. Oh wow. wow! Well, I mean, no one's expecting much out of me in the Browns, you know. True. Like at the, people still think the Jets are worth something. Ugh. Who Jet fans? Well, like, you know, do you want to be there? You want to be in the Meadowlands? You want to? You want to <laughs> play in Jersey? You, you want to be the second banana in New Jersey? Yeah, behind uh, Gino Orienta or whoever it is. Well, behind, behind, yeah, behind Eli and the Giants. Like, um, well, I mean, second banana on the team. Oh, that's true too. That's true too. Um, yeah, I, I mean, he's going to a situation in New Orleans where they've got Alvin Kamara. They've got some young talent. Their defense there. is solid. Their It'll be solid is, for yeah, a while. Yeah, it's not bad. They've got a good coach. Sean Payton's a good coach. He can learn under Drew Brees, who's you know a lock for the Hall of Fame. Um, they can uh, he can share with him what he knows about the Vikings so that the Saints don't <laughs> allow the Vikings to somehow win a game when they shouldn't. Why, Rick, whatever do you mean? Surely nothing, Thomas. Surely. <laughs> yeah, but you benefited from that. Did I, though? Like, really? <laughs> In the end, did I, Tom? Ultimately, I guess not. I don't know. I'd like to thank Case Keenum for getting the hell out of Dodge. Yeah, <laughs> precisely. Well, um, Tom, we, we have a dilemma here. We buddy. do? We do. We do. You are a football fan, allegedly. Yeah. As am I. Yeah. As am I. Okay. Potentially. Okay. But as we both know, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have chosen a path of villainy and hatred well, as opposed to. I won't go that being... far, but they, they, they are employing someone who probably. Uh, should be unemployable. Well, I mean, just shouldn't. I, I don't think he should be on the team. But I don't think he should be in football. Yeah, but, and maybe not. Maybe not. I mean, it's it's they're they're sort of backing uh, Jameis Winston, who we all know about Jameis's troubles. We don't need to reset that whole thing here. But, no, uh, but you've you've come clean on the show and said that you can't really be a part of that, and yeah. you are in need of a team. Tom. I am. I am in need of a team. I've given up. I've given up rooting for the Bucks as long as he's on the team. Where we're. Putting putting the the long term pause button on a twenty some year relationship, <laughs> and uh, and so I'm I'm looking for a team. I have decided that I'm going to pick an AFC team and an NFC team this year because I can, and <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I'll root for each. I, I'm not buying shit. I'm not buying <laughs> shit for any of them. Nobody's getting jersey. This is not hey, a listen. long-term attachment. This is this is a year-to-year contract. I got lots of Vikings gear just laying around that you could just wear. <laughs> I know. It'll be like but... a tent on you, but still. <laughs> I'm not wearing that Brett Favre jersey. I'm not. Oh, it's so good, Tom. And I'm not wearing the Donovan McNabb jersey either. Well, okay, now we're just running out of stuff at this point. <laughs> I got a Culpepper jersey. I might. I could consider that. <laughs> hey he's a ucf guy that's uh, right we'll get to that in a second yeah we will <laughs> um so yeah so i've got it narrowed down to a couple of teams in the nfc and a couple of teams in the afc so so my my choices now are uh are are down to the seattle seahawks because they have shakeem and shaquille griffin of ucf fame shaquem you know if you haven't watched anything about football in the last year was the UCF linebacker with who was born with a deformed hand. He plays one-handed and uh, and had six sacks in his first preseason game. Not bad. 
I mean, uh, you know, I think it was I've six sacks. It was it, it was several sacks and a lot of tackles. Like maybe a six tackles. I'm not sure. He had a hell of a preseason game. He <laughs> fell all the way to like the fifth round or the sixth round in the draft. But he's playing with his twin brother Shaquille uh, in Seattle. So there's the UCF connection there. And then the other is Minnesota because Minnesota was good last year. Rick roots for Minnesota, so I had somebody to watch games with potentially. If I can get you out of your fucking house, um, I like it in my house. Yeah, I know. I'm well aware. You also <laughs> you got, live an hour away. You got, yeah, it's not on. an hour. It's thirty minutes, and there are so many bars in the middle. Like, <laughs> then I gotta go to a bar and spend money. Oh, here you know? we go. Here we go. <laughs> I'm already canceling this. Here we go. We're monkeying this up here. Oh come on! <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what at me go ahead <laughs> what could you have possibly said that could be misconstrued here <laughs> nothing it doesn't apply to either of us you're so eloquent with your speech i um, am aren't i um yeah so there's and you know the vikings are the vikings are good and i happen to like purple purple's okay so <laughs> so i'm i'm thinking that it's it's gonna be seattle though probably it is it's gonna be seattle um it was funny because i told my wife this story and she's like great let's do it she's like let's root for the seahawks let's buy shit i'm like no we're not buying shit we're not yeah <laughs> we're not like, she's ready to move oh dude, she's ready dude to go. we visited new orleans and she was ready to jump off the bucks and jump and start start rooting for the saints she's still secretly i roots for the saints i think she's you got know a crush the saints on are Drew good Brees. to root for I, yeah they're, they're a good team still, to root but, for. Oh, yeah, but you know you, you know where we grew up in tampa area like i i root for the bucks so, you know, maybe, maybe do. <laughs> well, who's your AFC pick then, kiddo? Uh, down to two. Down to two. The Jaguars. Because yeah, Florida, Blake Bortles, UCF, the whole thing. And then, and this is tough. This is tough. It, 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 the Raiders because John Gruden. But uh, oh, I don't know if I no, want to associate no. with the Raiders. How dare you? How dare you? I don't know. The Raiders. Yeah, exactly. I don't even like that. I, I Like, I feel dirty. <sighs> I feel dirty. Ugh. Tom. I feel dirty. Who wants to root for a team from Vegas? <laughs> They're not from Vegas yet. No. Who wants to root for a team from Sacramento? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. They play in Oakland still. Oh, my mistake. They, they I, play, I haven't been paying they attention. They play in that shithole Coliseum. Oh. Yeah. It's so brutal. It's, it, it is. They admit it is. That's why they're moving. They don't like it either. I know, Rick, you suggested on Twitter that I root for the Chargers because they're hilarious. Yes! And it's true. The fact that the fact that they screw up so many times and still call themselves San Diego. <laughs> but I just I, I, just I like rooting. I, I, I think the idea of rooting for the Chargers is a troll, not just on myself, <laughs> but on the team. And the team is trolling me back by not giving up and playing in a soccer stadium. Yeah. So... Funny. There's just so much going on there They're that so I can appreciate. They're so not to be second banana that they don't want to share the Coliseum with the Rams. So they'll play even in a 10,000 Even though in, soccer in two years, they're going to share a stadium with the Rams <laughs> when oh, the new God. stadium is built. That's in LA. <laughs> so <laughs> is so is ostensibly the soccer stadium. <laughs> and and the, the Coliseum is in LA. Why don't they go play in Santa Clara? Ain't nobody there right yeah, now. Yeah, no, there is. It's the 49ers are there. Jimmy Garoppolo and the Ford Star. And uh, they got other. Richard Sherman. He's on the 49ers now. 
Ah, so I what you you want to you want to leave that open to Twitter, or are you just gonna let the no, yeah, you know, you see got, who goes zero and four? If you got suggestions, if you got suggestions, you can tweet us. And uh, you know, I I will tell you right now, it will not be the Patriots and will not be the Panthers. I hate them both. Don't ask. Um, <laughs> and and I I personally uh, am against vandalism of public property, so the Eagles are probably out also. <laughs> But big, big dick Nick, Tom. Yeah, uh, yeah, but you know, I like. He's I don't, the backup. It's like it's like you know, you're if you're if you do people shop for gangs or motorcycle gangs or anything. Oh biker gangs? Jesus! Like if you're looking for one, you know, you don't want the one or a fraternity. Like you don't want the one with the really hard initiation necessarily. <laughs> and I have a feeling I'm gonna have to be beaten into and out of being an Eagles fan. You got to get jumped in. Yeah, it's exactly. I don't. I don't need that. Like, ain't, ain't nobody has time for that. And I'm not running around my neighborhood greasing up light poles. I'm just not doing it. Oh uh, well. I mean, you made enough money. All right. Before we move on, I don't even know what that means. Greasing up light poles. You can't figure out where I'm going. With that. Anyway, oh, uh... before we move, before we move on, one last sports story of our Minnesota uh-huh. here, Tom. Tom. Yes. It has now made the rounds, as reported here on those two jerks, first-ish. <laughs> Ish. Maybe not. No, first. Months ago. <laughs> yeah. Certainly within the realm of first. The UCF football Knights have been officially declared national champions by the NCAA football A. Yes or no, Tom? Uh, yes. The, yes. You hear that, everybody? It's it's a thing. It really is a thing. So the NCAA published their first um, what their their periodical of 2018 yeah, or whatever. Yeah, they... it's like their record book, basically the record of champions and record holders and all that stuff. And and as we have been saying, eventually this was going to come to pass, and it has. The Knights did finish first in the Coley Matrix. Right, the Collie Matrix, yes, sir. Collie, pardon me. Yes, the Collie Matrix. And that means selected them as national champions. Computer ranking, computer poll, and uh, it was. And that means that in one uh, one of the polls, one of the ranking officials, they have Alabama for what, like five or seven of the eight, or five of the six, or something, right? Yep. And then in one of them, there is UCF. Correct. So in the eyes of the NCAA, it is a shared national title. Because so, Alabama fan, and I'll say this again, even though we've said it, ah, it's got to be half dozen times on this show, uh, and on Twitter, and on Facebook. Um, <laughs> the NCAA does not award an official championship for Division One A, and I'm still calling it One A, and not Bowl Championship <laughs> Subdivision College Football. <laughs> they do not award the national title. So the title that's awarded at the end of the college football playoff is awarded by the college football playoff and uh, basically ESPN and the Power Five. So um, it's no, in the eyes of the NCAA, who I know Nick Saban governs your religion and life, but the NCAA governs (laughs) the sport actually still. uh, In their eyes, uh, they have uh, several official selectors that they call them who are allowed to award a national championship in football. And all of them go down in the annals of college football history. Uh, And so 
the Kali Matrix is one of those. And that one ranked UCF at number one at the end of the season, not Alabama. So guess what? In the eyes of the NCAA, shared national title. It's not bogus. UCF didn't claim a national championship, although they did before the Kali Matrix voted. But that's the semantics. Um, <laughs> uh, we get to wear our shirts just like you do. Yeah. We now go, Tom, you are a graduate from a school that has won a national football championship. Isn't that fantastic? That it's better than being Feels from good. a school that's won two cheerleading national championships. <laughs> tell you that. But good for those kids. Hey, too. look, that's a fantastic achievement, but they, damn if, but if I, football ain't better. I, I, like, I like knowing that we are from a school. We have graduated from a school that has won a national football championship. That makes me feel good, Tom. Isn't that great? Makes me feel real good. Yep. Yep, it feels like good. It. it feels good. It's funny because I went out of town for work uh, to Tennessee last week, and I wore on the, when I on the trip I wore my UCF national champions polo shirt, and one of the staff members at the hotel where I was was like, "I heard you guys printed up shirts and everything." I'm like, "Yep, we got mugs, bumper stickers, and everything. We're national champions." <laughs> She's like, "You know, I'm a real football fan because I know about that whole thing." I'm like, <laughs> "Yes, but also national champions." <laughs> National, still national champion. Yeah. If you'll excuse still. me, my farts suddenly yeah. don't stink and I have to walk around. <laughs> like, I heard you guys printed those things up. Like, like in other words, like, I heard you made some little, you know, slogan on a t-shirt. No, no. Oh. No. We got rings. We got a banner. There's going to be a ceremony on Thursday. I, um, my buddy Steve and I did a, uh, a run around UCF because we're trying to train to do a couple of, like, 10Ks and stuff like that coming up. Uh-huh. And we happened to run Saturday morning when the boys were practicing. So we ran by the practice field, you know, how, how it's situated yes, on campus. Yes. And uh, aside from seeing the, you know, the kids doing their thing and being awesome, they have that big national champions <laughs> banner. <laughs> and as I ran by it, half chub, just a half just chub, a half. you know, just a little, just a, a little bit. That's good. It's all right. It's acceptable. Thank you. Acceptable. Thank you. So I just wanted to get that out there yeah. so I could shit in the mouth of Alabama fans one last time. Yeah, yeah, because I'm getting kind of tired of this whole starts. thing. Uh, this whole bless your heart nonsense coming from Bama fans. Like, no, no. It's official now. Look in the record book right there. Right there. This is the only time I will accept the NCAA as an authority on anything. <laughs> You're such a hypocritic asshole. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I am. No, I am. When it benefits me, I'm a hypocrite. Yeah, That's right. <laughs> exactly. Look, man, we just made the value of our degrees go up a lot. Yeah. Uh, like people you know, people know from, where we went to school now. I'll have you know I'm from National Championship winning University of Central Damn right. <laughs> I don't have to say, hey, it's where Dante Culpepper went to school anymore. Because <laughs> most people now are like, who's Dante Culpepper? Oh, he had and a I series wanna, of I mean, bad and, business and decisions. In certain parts of the country, you don't want to say I went to where Blake Bortles went to school. Yeah, well, hey. Blake Bortles gets to say that he went to school at a national championship school. Damn right he does. Damn right he does. Anyway, let's move on to the geek stuff, nerd stuff. And uh, Rick, you had an av- adventure of late. Oh. And uh, uh, you got to visit my hometown. Yeah, yeah, I was out there in the Newport Ritchie. No, you were in Port Ritchie, not Newport Ritchie. Well, oh, I didn't know there were two. I, they I are genuinely different. didn't know there. Yes, they're two different cities. So that, that's like West Palm Beach and Palm Beach? Uh, yes, yes. Wow, oh, I, I didn't know that. Florida is a very big state. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look, full of man, many small there cities is really that are not nuanced. much difference between the two, save a word and small city governments. So, <laughs> not gonna like fault well, you for I mean, not you knowing. And I, but you and I still haven't moved to the city of Goldenrod, where we become mayor and vice mayor. <laughs> what? You don't know about the city of Goldenrod in the middle of Orlando? No, well, it's not a city. It's like a it's census-designated place. They don't have a government or anything. <laughs> yeah, that's like, like if you live in a place like Union Park, which is part of Orlando. <laughs> Union Park, you can, you can address an envelope to Union Park, Florida, but, the Union, but Union Park doesn't have a government or a police department or they don't charge taxes. So they're a place <laughs> designated by the census. They get a post office. That's it. They get a post office. Christmas. Christmas Florida is like that as well. They get a post office, and that's it. Everything else, they don't get. Well, yes. I uh, I went on a Sunday drive with uh, my cohort on another podcast that I don't mention because Tom gets mad about oh, it. Oh, I don't get mad and... about it. It's funny. It's funny. It's What's it called now? Is it called... Uh... No, here we go. (laughs) You got a list? Did I just hear a toilet paper roll fall from your hand and roll out? Yeah, but that's for something else entirely. Oh, (laughs) sorry. No, it's called, it's called, is it called Team Hammerfist? Or is it called, is it Wrestle Crush Wednesday? Oh, listen to this guy. He's trying so hard. Or is it the Power Hour? I don't remember. remember. Team Hammerfist presents Wrestle Crush Whenever. Rolls off the tongue. Yes, it's clearly it does. It's like reading oh, reading yeah. that podcast's name is like when they read the royal family's given names. Like it's like Princess Angelina Contessa, blah 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 blah. Six weeks. First later. of her name, ruler yeah. of the Anduins exactly. and Freeman. Exactly. Like six weeks later, they get to the end and everyone's asleep. Yeah. What was the name of our first show, Tom? It was the Big Freaking Oracle of Manliness. <laughs> What? That's not that long. It's not like, hey, we are we are team so and so, and this is the big freaking oracle of manliness. It wasn't that. It was just the show. No, no, no. The the show is Team Hammerfist presents Wrestle Crush whenever. So is there another? Does Team Hammerfist present another show? Well, on occasion, we present other things (laughs) ourselves. Present to each other. (laughs) Well, when the sun and the stars align. (laughs) (laughs) Only during mating season. (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, reproduction is priority one. Um, anyway, so Jesse and I, Jesse and I took a drive out to uh, Gulf, the Gulf View Center. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, situated inside beautiful, sparkling Gulf View Square Mall. Yeah, yeah. The mall at one point looked like it mattered, but well, there's actually literally um, just a heap of dirt in the back of it now. Is there really? <laughs> like. Oh, All the road has been torn up. If you go behind oh, the man. mall, because we time. drove around it, we didn't really know where our, where we needed to park at first. And there's just like missing road. It's it like Jesse hearkened it to this would be a great place to film an end of a world movie. <laughs> great, great. Or like a live action version of like Fallout 4 could take place there. <laughs> oh, but you should have seen it back in 1995. <laughs> there's so many things oh, i could say that was, that statement was, applies to it was the shit back in 1995 <laughs> and it was even well, cooler lost... back in 1989 i gotta tell you yeah well everything's better in my with my rose colored backward glasses yep, that's right. so i was there to see punk pro wrestling and they were presenting a show as well 
the title of this show was Can't Be Saved. And aside from a lot of very good wrestling, the biggest Did they name point it of after the night. Mall? Can't be saved. Yeah. Maybe inadvertently. <laughs> um, but the biggest uh, draw of the night was that uh, the um, world-renowned 11-year-old, well, 12-year-old super fan of um, a uh, WWE superstar, um, Izzy, uh, who has been featured on uh, WWE Kids, who's been uh, uh, interviewed and is just well-known in the wrestling community, was going to have her debut match against a friend of the show, Effie. Uh, And Effie was was defending the Wrestling Nerds Radio Network Internet Championship title, (laughs) which is a 24-7 title where you must defend it at all times. But in this match, it was sanctioned to be one fall to a finish. And Effie was defending against Izzy, uh, our other friend of the show, Leva Bates, decided she was not going to stand for this and would not let Effie simply abuse and beat up a child. And she got uh, she got involved and it became a two-on-one handicap match for the title. What? That's right. What? Wait a minute. Wait a damn okay. minute. I was okay. going to go to this thing. Yes. Because of the novelty of seeing a, you know, a sanctioned bout between a grown man and a small girl. Well, she was. It was like a tag match. Ah, like I don't know. Livy, Something fishy know, about this. I think this whole thing's rigged, Rick. No, Thomas. <laughs> come on. It's punk, it's punk pro wrestling. They don't. They don't. They don't abide. It's by all that real. Chicanery. It's all real. It's all. It's all real. So the match goes on, and uh, as you would be shocked to believe, uh, Izzy is not really in the match for the most of uh-huh. it. I know. I know. Yeah. Shocking. Um, Leva and uh, Effie put on a very reasonable quality match as two professionals would. Um, and as we got towards the middle of the match, um, the impossible happened uh, in that Effie finally got a hold of Izzy and had planted her with a what could be politely described as a choke slam, Yeesh. but was mostly it, w- it was mostly just a man cradling a small girl until she hit the ground. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, otherwise, I think the police would have showed up. Well, along yes, with the live uh, PD uh, crew who always follows again, the Pasco it, County Sheriff's Office. So this this led to a hot tag with Leva. Leva set it up, and then finally Izzy gets back in the ring. She hits Effie with this amazing tornado DDT that was just perfectly placed. Um, she hit Effie in the head with as strong as a kick as I've ever seen. She then uh, set up Effie, delivered the crotch chop of all things, <laughs> kicked him in the stomach, and hit him with a hellacious stone cold stunner, and actually picked up the victory and won the title. Wow! Feel good, feel good story, right, Tom? Definitely. Yeah. No, can't can't have nice things, Tom. Oh no! What happened? Well. The internet. Of Tom. course, of course. I know this started to light up Twitter a little bit earlier this oh, week. Oh, it's more than a little bit. So I was not really, if I'm honest, and I said this in a, we had a Megapod um, where um, Team Hammerfist got together with the IndyCast and we did a big wrestling podcast before the show. Um, I said this on the show. I said this to anyone who's listening. I was not really in favor of this. I don't really like the idea of a little kid having a fight with a grown adult, even in the world of pro wrestling. I think that's a little weird. 
I then started hearing what the plan was and I started understanding how they were, you know, there was never an intention to put this young woman in any level of danger because, well, Tom, as you mentioned, live PD is a thing. <laughs> yeah. So as you may know, I'm afraid I have to give you some bad news. Pro wrestling is predetermined. No. Yes. Yes. So no. they map the matches out beforehand. And part of the match was that Effie was going to deliver this choke slam. But before I knew any of that, I said I was a little concerned about this. And then that's when I realized that, you know, they were never going to let this girl get hurt um, outside of a freak accident that you or I or her or anyone could suffer. Right. Right. If we walk down the street, uh, a pane of glass can fall out of a building and kill us. Yes. Especially it was a controlled if we were environment. Looney Tunes cartoons. Right. Well, it was a controlled environment. And then um, they, they scripted it out. But there's been two differing trains of thought. Now, the match itself has gone viral. My post on it on the read pile has gone sort of micro viral with over 30,000 impressions and people are losing their minds and everyone's going crazy. And, oh, my God, it's a little girl. And how can you do this to a child? And mm. it started off as her winning the punk pro wrestling title. And I was like, no, uh, Leva was and Leva was somehow the special guest referee. And it was, it was so many dumb stories. But what has happened sort of interestingly the independent wrestling circuit and guys who aren't signed or aren't a part of the WWE have basically said the following, be careful, but live your dream. What's not to love everyone who's connected to the WWE. However, um, on Twitter, not necessarily to me or with me or anything like that, just going off of what I've read on Twitter has been very angry about this, Tom. Really, really, really super angry going as far as to say that nothing like this should ever happen and taking a bump like that can cause serious injury, even in the best of circumstances. And, uh, there was, um, Jesse got, uh, yelled at by essentially by a, uh, a long-term professional. His name's Lance storm. And he's been in the business for over 30 years and he's a trainer now in the WWE. And, and Jesse said, Hey, you know, I was, I was there, man. Like I saw her take the bump. It was basically in slow motion and like, we all in the crowd, everyone was making sure, like, we all knew this was happening. And Lance basically said, listen, I've been trained for 30 years. He has. He's been training wrestlers for 15. He he does. That move was unsafe. No one, no little girl should ever take that. So, And everyone was, like, just going nuts about this. But, Tom, does Little League football exist? Little League? Yeah, I mean, yeah, technically, yeah. Yeah. And, and. In baseball, did you ever get your bell rung when, like, a pitcher maybe screwed up and threw it at your head? I didn't, but I had teammates who did. No, I mean, I certainly did. Um, there were plays at the plate. There were running into the outfield and crashing into each other. Little kids get into, get into bad situations all the time. Sure. Sometimes even in, in sports, sometimes adults are involved. When I was in high school, one of my coaches decided to take upon himself to show another kid how to tackle and straight up speared him out of his shoes. That happened. Jeez. So I don't know why people are freaking out. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why people are freaking out, but they are, and uh, it's still going to this day. People, this is this what happened Sunday. It is Wednesday, and people are still freaking out and getting and and being very loud about their disagreement. And uh, I don't know when it ends, honestly. Um, but Tom, you're a father. I am not. Um, 
how do you feel about this? I mean, from what it sounds like, they took every precaution to protect her. It's ra- I mean, it's wrestling. Everyone knows it's not. I mean, you know, it, it's it's theater. It's not. <laughs> I don't want to say not real because they're really doing the moves and things like that. Like, but it's predetermined. It's choreographed. That's the word I was. Yes. Nobody. For. Nobody gets hurt a, except by accident. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you hear the stories of like the old pro guys, like you know cutting their own foreheads and stuff like, but that's done. That's known in advance that they're going to do that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's not, you know, otherwise it's an accident and you can have an accident doing pretty much anything. I mean, we rail against football in here all the time and it's true. It's brutal and could be made safer, but everyone knows the risks going in of playing football, just like you would this. I mean, if her parents allowed her to do this, and they were there, they signed off, right. they were in, like, a, I mean, a ringside the whole time. Yeah, I mean, and like, like, Effie's a professional. Leave is a professional. Like, they know what they're doing. You know, they know how to protect themselves. They know, they wouldn't be, they wouldn't keep getting jobs if they didn't know how to protect themselves and protect other people. If they were a danger mm-hmm. to other people in the ring, they wouldn't have been asked to go perform. That's simple. I mean, if you let a kid in a play... It's the same kind of thing. Really is. But people are very upset about this. And as I said, the the disagreement rages even now on the on the Twitterverse. Um, the uh, the best the best hot take, though, I have to say, comes from uh, uh, Izzy's mom. Oh, God. Who <laughs> who went kind of uh, ballistic and with good reason. Yeah. There was a, a female professional wrestler. Her name is Chelsea Green. I'm trying to pull up the uh, the whole conversation while I have you, just to give you an idea. Um, here we go. Chelsea Green um, had uh, essentially this to say, for all intents and purposes. Uh, oh, here, I've got it right here. Um, she says, and I quote, I don't agree with the trainers of Izzy having to take blame for a decision that wasn't theirs. The promoter of that company, that being Punk Pro Wrestling, can't be safe, as well as Izzy and her parents made the decision to let a 12-year-old bump. In other words, uh, take, a, take, a, take a move. It wasn't uh, Pro Wrestling 2.0. It wasn't Chase and Rance. Funny that she would say that because that comes up in a minute. It wasn't any of that. So um, Izzy's mom, Jenny, um, just straight explodes on this woman. Uh, her response, thank you, Chelsea, uh, for your concern. However, I was unaware of how unhappy you were with our choices as you made no mention to us last night when Izzy was training at 2.0. I would have hoped you would have discussed this in person, not blasting oh, us on social man. media. Best of luck. Yikes. <laughs> And to continue, just I'll let this go after this, because this is just amazing. Um, somebody asks uh, Izzy's mom another question. Her response is, oh, no one is talking. Uh, no one is talking. They are badass keyboard warriors. It's breaking news. Izzy took a bump, one bump, and now we have a national crisis. Forget the never ending support for a registered sex offender. That's acceptable and supported. Who are they talking about there? Jason Rance is on the um, well, he's on the sex offenders board because he engaged in improper activity with a woman under the age of 18. He served his time. He was on the registry. Yeah, he still might be. OK, and he, who is he? I'm not I'm not familiar with him. Oh, he is the trainer of uh, the uh, gym that um, 
Chelsea, the uh, who is uh, a girlfriend of a current WWE performer and who in her own right is a very good wrestler also who I've seen wrestle, uh, who apparently trains with uh, Chasen or has in the past. So she's basically saying, that's cool that you're calling out punk pro wrestling, but you're defending a sex offender. Yeah. Yeah. So that's some pretty hot take, huh? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, lots to unpack there, really. Is it? Um, Is it? Yeah, I, I, I I'm kind of. Meanwhile, like I, uh, this is more of this whole this clutching of the pearls and think of the children nonsense. Like, right. Like I, you know, it'd be it's one thing if they're letting her jump off the ropes and do all kinds of crazy weird shit. Which, to be honest, when you told me this was happening, was what I sort of envisioned. Um, well, and and you know, I would have. I would have never have agreed to be a part of that if well, that was the case. I know. Give me some credit. I know. No, I'm not saying that. I just in my head I was like, okay, so uh, what's the theater angle here? It's a little girl yes. fights a grown man. Like the little girl's a badass. That's what happens in all the movies and stuff. So it would make sense. Like that's what they would do. But you're using real people, and there's no special effects. So of course it's not that way. But that was what initially when you said this is what's happening. I was like, that was the vision I got in my head. <laughs> um. Anyway. Like it, it's it's she took a, a I mean it's like being fireman's carried. Like is it yeah. really? I wouldn't even well, call I it mean, a bump necessarily. I guess technically it is because they did a move on her. But yeah, I mean, a choke slam's a choke slam. Yeah, but sure. there's a way to there's a way to do it where I mean, I I am more physically aggressive with my teammates in jujitsu. And now, granted, mm-hmm. we're grown men. Yeah. yeah, there's a difference. But I see little kids do the same moves. I mean, I've I've had this done to me by my friends when we were in college, just screwing around, being idiots. Sure, sure. Kids, and how kids old do she, this shit to each other. How old is she again? Twelve. She is all, almost twelve. Okay, all right. So, and Effie is. If you've never seen what Effie the wrestler looks like, you can find him on Twitter at Kill Effie, um, E F F Y. He's a big built dude. Like he's a pro wrestler. He's an athlete. Like he's. I would imagine he's, that. She is light enough to where he's not lifting her by the throat to, to put her <laughs> on the ground. Imagine. And he's cradling her back. Right, like to him, it's a very safe yeah, version of the move. Yeah, but it's not really... nothing, nothing, nothing is 100% safe, obviously. Of course not. But neither is, neither is parasailing or, or hang gliding or riding a roller coaster or any of that crap. Driving your car? Yeah. Yeah. Riding your bike on the road. I mean, any of it. It's, uh, yeah, it's weird for me to come down on the side of like, hey, calm the fuck down here, but calm the fuck down here. <laughs> it's it's just interesting because this is this is what the internet does. I've explained this a hundred times. Something happens. Oh my God, a thing happened. Then you have a reaction to the thing. Yeah. And then you have a reaction to the reaction and then it becomes less about the thing that happened and more about reacting to what happened to the reactions. Yep. yep. And and then, you know, people, it's the principle of the thing. It's not the actual thing, which is ridiculous. Um, but yeah, to, to let the girl train at your gym, not say anything to the parents if you're that upset about it, and then blast them on Twitter, like put them on blast on social media because you need to get... You need to get your impressions by getting your ass into this fight for no reason. Yeah. And that's what this is about. Um, that's unconscionable. 
let's let's rave. Well, I mean, let's rant and rave about that on Twitter now. The the people who I know personally who came to me before this match happened and, and texted me have not made one mention of it on Twitter because it, the more fuel you give this, you're not helping anything. Right. You are just like you just said, you're getting on board. You're actively joining in on this one way or the other for or against. And I make no bones about it. I posted the photo that became the the image that everyone used all over social media and all over the Internet. And I was happy to be part of it. And when my my interactions and my stuff pegged up into the 30,000, I thought that was awesome. But I was also there and I, I get why people were upset. But I also I've been around pro wrestling forever. This is not what you think it is. And if you think it's that way, I don't know what to tell you, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just it's strange. Now, has anyone gone so crazy as to like call like child protective services or anything like that? Yes. Really? That's happened? Uh, people have been uh, demanding while child why child protective oh. services has not been called. Why Izzy has not been taken from her parents. Oh, I was afraid of that. That's the internet. <sighs> That's the internet. Especially Twitter. Yeah, well, you know, you sign a waiver and eh, whatever. I, I, you know, there's more, there would be more, if I'm honest, there's more of an argument to be made. Why her, you know, why were you not upset when she was training? Cause she had, she's been posting photos of her taking those big jumps off of uh, the top rope onto her opponent. And there's, she's training to become a pro wrestler. She, that's what she wants to do with her life. So she's training. No one's made a big stink about it. Right. She gets in the ring kids right now. Right? No. When she, when she posts so those when photos, she of trains, her, she's training with an adult. With adults everywhere. So this is Making not sure she's a big okay. deal before. Shocking. Ah, uh, Twitter. But at least for right now, she is the Wrestling Nerds Radio Network Internet Champion, and that means she's my champion, and go is <laughs> That's pretty Although awesome. I doubt Effie is going to let his belt uh, reside with you for much longer. Don't forget, it is a 24-7 title, Tom. What's Anyone can do? win it at What's any time. What's he going to do? Just run up and gank it off her on the street? Well, he'd have to have a ref with him at the time, and it would have to be a sanctioned bout. Well, I happen, I happen would... to know Effie knows some referees. I'm not saying he hasn't already plotted this, Tom. <laughs> I'm just saying that she needs to be made aware that it is a 24-7 uh, belt, and it could be won or lost at school if she brings it with oh, her. Oh, God. So. I just got this other vision now. <laughs> the spectacle, Tom. Bring me the spectacle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, speaking of Twitter... <laughs> We have one more little tidbit, and that has to do with the the Todd Phillips Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie, also starring Robert De Niro and Mark Maron and uh, others. Yesterday, Tuesday, Alec Baldwin. Tuesday. Alec Baldwin was announced as playing, uh, or at least it was not. He wasn't announced. He it was reported that Alec Baldwin had signed on to the movie to play Thomas Wayne, which if if you don't know who Thomas Wayne is, I don't know why you're listening to this show, but <laughs> Thomas Wayne is Batman's father. Um, and it was reported that the characterization of Thomas Wayne in this 1980s set Joker solo movie that has nothing to do with the other DC Universe films. Get all that? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm here. Oh, I know I'm you're here. here. I know you're here. Um, was supposed to be a a sleazy sort of 80s businessman type a la 
um, Donald Trump. <laughs> and so everyone was like, well, this is kind of silly because Alec Baldwin plays Donald Trump on Saturday Night Live and he's just doing the same thing over and over again. And uh, and then it was people getting pissed off. That's not Thomas Wayne. That's Thomas Wayne isn't sleazy. He's a good man. And that's why his son is Batman. No, that's not why his son is Batman. That's son is Batman because Thomas Wayne is dead. That's why. Correct. <laughs> it's not. He's Correct. not Pa Kent. No. Let's let's not forget that. Anyway, um, Alec Baldwin, who isn't on Twitter much anymore, uh, but took to Twitter to set the record straight today, this morning, Wednesday, uh, first tweeting, let me state for the record. Oh, wait, no, that. Yeah, that was the first tweet. Yeah. Let me state for the record that I have not been hired to play a role in Todd Phillips Joker as some Donald Trump mank. That is not happening. Not, period, happening. Period. Now, this, of course, did not set the record straight. <laughs> because nerds. And so nerds read into this by thinking, okay, so does that mean he's in the movie, but he's not playing Thomas Wayne that way? Or he's playing a different part? Or maybe Thomas Wayne turns out to be the Joker? I don't know. What is no. this? So much speculation. So much, so many clicks, Rick. So many clicks. All of my, all of my rumors, Tom. All of my really true, absolutely. I didn't just make this up. Rumors. All the clicks, all the rumors. So, Alec Baldwin, who we all know to be uh, a very sort of uh, warm and avuncular figure when it comes to the press, um, had to do another <laughs> interview with USA Today. Where he said, quote, I'm no longer doing that movie. I'm sure there are 25 guys who can play that part. <laughs> I got to get out of here. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I had my taste of what this nonsense is going to be and it ain't worth it. <laughs> it's just no, not. I'm, I'm worth not. It. You know, when's, when's the I new season been, of match game start? I'll go do more of that. I've been boss, baby. I'm good. Yeah. Thanks. We're all set here. We're all set here. <laughs> We're all set. <laughs> We'll take the check when you have yeah. a moment, sweetheart. Yeah, Thank could. you. You could. Can I get an iced tea to go, please? <laughs> no ice. Yeah. Just tea. Just tea. Just tea. Um, so he's probably right. Um, but th there is there is some more to speculate about now. <laughs> because is the Thomas Wayne character going to be a Donald Trump sort of analog? And Alec Baldwin's just not playing the part, and is that what he meant the first time, or is that not the part? And is that why Alec Baldwin quit the movie? Because did they change it because of the backlash? And he said, "Well, now I don't want to do it." I, there are so many. <laughs> I don't. I don't even. I don't even knows. Or are we? Or are I, we thinking too hard about something that really just doesn't matter? Well, I think it's definitely the second one more than the first. <laughs> of course it is. Because, no, it, of course it doesn't matter. And if he was Thomas Wayne, you know, sleazeball or Thomas Wayne, uh, uh, paragon of virtue, 
what the hell does it matter? It's a stupid Joker movie. And you assholes are still <laughs> condemning. It wouldn't matter what it is because it's not going to fit your head cannon. You're going to be mad. You're going to just shit all over it anyway. There's a chance it might even be terrible. Who the hell knows? All I know for sure is that Alec Baldwin made the best choice of his career. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because he either avoided a lot of Twitter nonsense or a bad movie. We're not sure. Yes. And 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 possibly both. So Perhaps. good on him for that. But I mean, Tom, you and I, notwithstanding, because we are marks and we would say yes in a heartbeat. What two people should be involved in making these movies anymore? <laughs> Which two people? Any two people. Any two people? <laughs> should anyone do superhero movies anymore? Well, I mean, yes, but um, I don't know about these. <laughs> this one in particular seems seems like something of a misfire. <laughs> but we don't know. Maybe it's great. One guy already won an Oscar for playing the Joker. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. I know. Oh, by the way, isn't it time for you to go light the candles at your Heath Ledger shrine or... uh? You you back off, sir. Just because I dressed up like him and tried to get my voice to sound like his doesn't mean I have a shrine. Well, I didn't know about it's that more... second part. I'm concerned about you now. It was a time in my life. Yeah, it certainly was. Where I met Lauren. You leave me alone. I did all right. It worked out. Yeah, yeah. she saved you from yourself. <laughs> well, there are those who disagree with that anyway. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm not saying it ain't a 24-7 job, but <laughs> just always walking right behind me, like like one of those one of those guys who walk behind the horses yep. in New York who have to just clean up all yep. the turds. Yeah, it's like having a new puppy where all you try and do is just keep it from killing itself. Like, don't eat that <laughs> don't garlic talk. off the floor. Don't do that. <laughs> Stop it. Get out of Stop it. running traffic. <laughs> yeah, that's how I imagine that whole thing works. <laughs> Some truth there. Well, <laughs> what about you, Tom? I mean, I, I ah, this is this is a Rick this is a Rick moment, but this, I can only go so far into the tank. So, what about you? Look, man, Alec Baldwin's in it. He's not. Thomas Wayne's a sleazeball. He's not. It doesn't matter. It's an '80s crime movie with Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. Like, it's might be good. It might be bad. It has no bearing on any of the other movies. So what the hell does it matter? It's a movie. Do any of the do any of the other movies have any bearing on each other? Uh, ish. <laughs> ish. 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 We'll see. Supposedly Aquaman has no characters in it from any of the other films. <laughs> Are you kidding? No, I'm not. I'm not. Oh god. I basically said like you know, there's not like yes, this is this is connected, but yeah, no. <laughs> the faith talk. right yeah right right like it's it's, it's <laughs> like it's like now warner brothers is just like all right we're gonna make some of these solo pictures and uh they're gonna seem disconnected and if they work then we'll connect them it's weird it's like maybe they should have done a whole bunch of solo pictures that have some interconnectivity but are standalone no. properties by themselves no. why would they ever do that and then after the characters have been introduced to society and people have deemed them worthy of their money, they have a big team up. No, 
No, instead, here's and here's what I figured out is happening here. Okay, I'm listening. Okay, so, so you have you have Marvel. We all know the way Marvel did it, but initially, mm-hmm. Marvel mm-hmm. had their X Men movies and they had their Spider Man movies and they did the Hulk movie and they were all done by different studios and never the twain shall meet, right? Right. And then Marvel launches a movie studio. It starts making movies with, you know, the people it has access to until it makes money and then they get access to the rest and buy the world. But um, they did all these disparate movies and then then they started their universe. And now I think that's what DC's doing. DC's like, okay, well, we had all our misfires. We had our Roger Corman Fantastic Four and we had our our Captain America with Matt Salinger and the Italian Red Skull and... uh. <laughs> You know, we've had those. And then when we we had the try at the shared universe, which is akin to what they did in the 90s, where Batman mentioned Superman in Batman and Robin, but there's no Superman. This is why Clark works. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, uh, okay, great. Or uh, or they do it in Batman forever. The circus must be halfway to Metropolis by now. Like, no, exactly, exactly. Um, But it's not really a thing. They just it's a thing they mentioned and like, ah, here, geeks eat that. And now, now we're in the uh, disparate movies again. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then maybe, maybe they connect. Maybe. Maybe, but not, not necessarily. That's where we're at now. It's like, we'll just take just the ones that make money. That's what, what connects. And the rest of it is just, just chaff. Seems like a workable plan. I think in about 15 years, they'll get it right. (laughs) So stay tuned. Around 2033, we're going to get a really awesome, awesome Green Lantern movie. (laughs) And and Snapper Car or some such will show up in a post-credit scene. And then then we'll have, you know, the DC Cinematic Universe. That makes me very sad, Tom. Yeah, the kid, the I'm kid, done. the guy, who, the guy who's gonna play Batman and the one who plays Superman—they're probably on some Disney Channel show at this point, or they're Oscar Isaac. But either way, yeah, he's a little old. Yeah, he was—he was sort of maybe part of the new Batman movie, Oscar Isaac. What? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing. He's he's. Was there a rumor about Batman. that now? Um, we'll save that for our next show. Tom. Oh God. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Yes. Time to bring it home, Rick. Do you have a final thought for the folks? Uh, I am uh, glad to be back. I appreciated the time off. It was nice. More to the point, though, um, people, I, I, I implore you um, for whatever it's worth. If you're in a dispute with a person of color, don't mention a animal that has been uh, related to them uh, in a very negative light ever. It does not, it's not a good look unless you're trying to court a racist audience. Tom, do you have any last thoughts? You hear that, Rick? Mm. Sounds like a, a dog whistle. I don't know. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that what I was just saying? No, anyway. no, couldn't have been. Couldn't have been. That's another here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a final thought. Know what you're worth. And don't take yeah. anything less than what you're worth. Even if it means you lose some shit in the short term, you will never lose out in the long term. Good on you, Aaron Rodgers. Good on you. <laughs> he wasn't who I was talking about, but there's a lesson to be learned there. 
<laughs> for sure. There's about a hundred million of them. <laughs> All right. That's it for this mini-sode of those two jerks. I am the Tom Alexander for the Sussman, Rick Sussman. Stay tuned next time, the big 150th episode extravaganza. Will there be guest stars? Chromium. Will there be a death? Chromium cover. Yes. Will there chromium be variant cover. chromium covers? <laughs> will Will Rob Liefeld draw Rick with no feet and pockets? I don't know. All of this remains to be seen because I'm going to have to come up with all of it. Anyway. <laughs> So likely there will be none of it, but we'll see. <laughs> see you next time for 150.